The Rudy Giuliani Show. Hello, America. You're listening to The Rudy Giuliani Show. And I appreciate very much your tuning in to us. And um, I'm going to start off the show. And when I say a very special guest, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, Frank Siller. We're getting, clo- we're getting close to uh, September 11, and um, there's nobody who has done more to turn around that evil into something good for people than this man and his family. So, Frank, uh, you take it from there and tell us what you're announcing, okay? Well, thank you, uh, Mayor, and thank you uh, for all that you've helped I- us with. At the foundation from the very beginning, uh, over tw- that, almost 21 years ago. Thank you for including me. It was an honor, and it continues to be. It's one of the best things that I do. You know, Frank, it may get me into heaven. It may. <laughs> you did a lot of good, sir, uh, besides, besides the foundation. You saved uh, New York twice. But anyway, our announcement today for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation that we are launching a new initiative called the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute. So ah. it, it is to yep it's to educate and inform our future generations, Rudy, of the heroic of the heroic actions that took place, you know, on September 11, 2001, and all the fallen heroes, all the stories of of 9/11. Do you know that only 16 states are required to even mention just no. mention a 9/11 in the classroom, which is 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 upsetting. It's disturbing to think only 16 states are required. And um, and we're going to have a comprehensive K through 12 curriculum uh, that people are going to be able to just download from us and teach it in their classroom age appropriately. And we put a lot of time and a lot of effort into this so we can make sure our first promise at the Tulsa Towers Foundation when we first started was to never forget. And this will help ensure that. Frank, I don't know what to say other than this is brilliant. Uh, not only is it brilliant from the point of view of never forget and what we all promised, maybe this is what America needs right now. In general, a kind of return to who we are, what we are, and what we really did. And uh, this no. is one of the, uh, when you look at uh, what happened to America, this is the worst foreign attack on America since at least the War of 1812, and it probably was worse than the War of 1812. And Americans yeah, have well. to know about it, and they have to know. The good, the, they probably know a little bit about the bad side, but they got to know the good side, how America reacted, right? <laughs> exactly. All the people that came together. You know, this coming uh, Sunday on September 11th, we're, we're going to do, and I'm you're getting your invitation as we speak right now, a prayer service uh, down at Ground Zero at 7 a.m. in the morning. It's going to be very <laughs> solemn. All we're doing is reading scripture. Uh, and and uh, and and it, and it is going to be a prayer service to honor all those that perished, and and not to tell you know it's important that we do tell the stories of 9/11 because there were so many acts of coverage. I I talk about by my, my buddy Gene Raggio was a Port Authority uh, supervisor, uh, and he survived 1993 attacks, and then on 2000, oh. you know, on, on 9/11, he was out of the buildings. He called his wife, and he said. Francine, I'm okay. I'm safe. Don't worry about it. But then he went back in because he had to help people, and and, he, and while doing so, he gave up his life. And we know the story of uh, Wells Crowther, the, Crowther uh, the man in the red bandana. 
you know, he just went to work that day. He wasn't a firefighter. He wasn't a police officer. But like so many on 9-11, he made the ultimate sacrifice for the sake of others. And these are the stories that have to be told. And we're going to do this with the Institute. And uh, we're going to make sure. And, hey, Rudy, you're going to like this because we also have a 9-11 Never Forget Speakers Bureau where we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, first responders, volunteers, firefighters, police officers, and survivors, and their loved ones, that will go around the country and speak at different events on on 9-11. And that's all year round that we're going to provide that. So someone can contact us at T2T.org and say, look, I'm having an event. I need somebody to speak. You know, I'd like to get a firefighter. Or I'd like to get a, a, a police officer. You know, and, and we can supply that because we train them on on and we have videotapes to play. And, you know, we really put a big effort in to making sure that we that we uh, never forget. Well, you know, any help you need on any of this, you just ask. And I I, uh, I never turn you down ever. I know that you've never, <laughs> you, you have, you have ever. always been there because you, yeah. you because you ask me. F- to do good things. I mean, you, they've never, you, you, please, one more reminder. Now that you listen to this, if you don't send your 11 bucks in to T2T.org for your monthly contribution, I'm going to come to your home personally. This is one of the great. Because a lot of your listeners have helped us already. Well, that we were able to deliver over 200 mortgage-free homes, the Gold Star families, and, ca- and catastrophic lineage of service members and fallen first responders who die in the line of duty that leave behind young families. 200 this year, two, over 200 last year. And uh, and now, you know, we're doing for homeless vets. You know, you know that. Remind them of the run, too. Re- good time to remind them of the run at the end of the month. Yes, and there's still time to sign up. So we have an annual run. My brother was a firefighter who ran through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel with 60 pounds of gear on his back. Um, and we retrace his final heroics footsteps every year. There should be over 30,000 of us doing it. Um, you can sign up. It's a, it's, it was voted the most patriotic event in, in America, and I believe it is. Uh, 2,500 West Point cadets, firefighters running in full gear, police officers with their, all their turnout gear, and uh, military uh, all, all throughout, and, you know, and just every good day Americans coming to make sure that we uh, honor the sacrifice that's just made on 9-11 but how about the 7,000 men and women that we lost since 9-11 protecting us here in our homeland yeah I mean it's remarkable uh, Frank and uh, when we have time we're going to do just a special outside the context of September 11 because you have you have a lot you and your family have a lot to teach people on how to take the worst tragedy and turn it into something positive I mean it's a beautiful thing for human beings to learn. It can get them out of a lot of depression and a lot of, well, God bless you. And make sure you support Tunnel to Towers. And I will be seeing you on the 11th. And you know I'll be there at 7 in the morning. My eyes may be closed, but I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you then. Love you, Frank. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. God bless. Well, there's a remarkable American. That is about as remarkable American as you're going to find. And, and boy, I'm going to tell you this, and he would want me to tell you, he's not alone. You don't do, you don't do that, that, that whole tunnel to towers thing that he's expanded into something magnificent now all by yourself. Yes, it's his guiding spirit and his courage and his drive, but he finds people with equal 
dedication. And sometimes they don't even know they have it. He brings it out of them. That's what a great leader does. That's, you know, I hate to get slightly political, but this is more academic because I used to teach leadership. This, this is what's missing uh, in Biden. There's not, nothing, no leadership. It's a, it's a shell. This man is a natural leader. So, you know, when Biden shows up in Pennsylvania, 12 people show up. Nobody follows him. They're worried whether he can make it off the stage or if he's going to say something idiotic or get us in trouble. This is a great leader. And we have them. Don't be confused just because we made a mistake. We've made mistakes before, maybe not one as bad as this one. But we can get through it. And you support, you support T2T.org. And um, you're going to do something good for yourself. Really good for yourself. Later on in the show, I'm going to have Robert Davey on for a few minutes because tonight or today, his movie, Hunter, My Son, is being premiered. Uh, it is an excellent, uh, semi-fictionalized version of the crimes of Joe Biden and uh, Hunter uh, Biden. It uh, does not fall into the trap of, you know, this is about Hunter, this is about Joe Biden. This is about um, uh, the biggest criminal that at least we know of in the White House ever in our history. And uh, it's got to be, we've got to face it. If we don't face it, we're going to destroy this country. Right now, uh, the concerted state, with a capital S, the whatever you want to call it, the socialist state, the fascist state, the communist state, the bureaucratic state, the administrative state, the dictatorship run by Biden, which is what he's trying to do, they're all out with a single message. Oh, you got it. They almost have the same words. They're all attacking. There was no uh, interference in the election in 2020. They're all saying the same thing at the same time. The reason they're saying it is there's report upon report upon report upon report that's coming out that is showing either some degree of uh, uh, cheating in the critical stage or massive degrees of cheating in uh, the critical stage uh, that is unrebutted. They haven't rebutted 2,000 mules except to say what they said about the hard drive. It's been debunked. They lied about that. They're lying about 2,000 mules. They haven't gone and, and, and pointed out any particular uh, route in which the technology was... Um, was incorrect, and yesterday, last night, somebody somebody came up with additional corroboration. I think it was in Wisconsin, of of, of boxes being stuffed uh, with uh, ballots at three in the morning. Uh, clearly, ballots that were not legitimate. They were supposed to be mail-in ballots. They weren't even folded, and they couldn't get them into the they couldn't get them into the bin. Looked to be about three four hundred. So that's not going to change the result in Wisconsin. But then if you look at all the ones that 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 um, that uh, Dinesh D'Souza put up, it's about three times what you need to overcome the margin. So they're panicking. They're also panicking with September 11 uh, coming up. I'm sure they're going to do major hit jobs on me or try to ignore me or do something because God forbid uh, people should say, gee, if he was that patriotic on September 11, if he told us the truth about New York, if he 
If he told us the truth about the hard drive, even though we lied about him for a year and a half and tried to take away his law license, said he was a Russian agent, if he told us the truth about Russian collusion, and we lied about that for about two or three years, and he finally ended up telling the truth about that, maybe he's telling us the truth about the election. And those of us who have been proven to have lied four or five times, Maybe we're lying, and that's why we have a concerted effort with our uh, state-dominated media, which, of course, we know we have. You know we do not have a free press in America. That is a fiction that you, at your peril, uh, engage in. The press is controlled by the uh, left-wing, progressive, socialist, Marxist-influenced ideology as well as the corruption of uh, a big bi- some of the large businesses and Silicon Valley, and then uh, to an extent that we really have to determine China. China has infiltrated uh, many, many of our uh, institutions, and we have been, and not just now uh, am I blaming uh, Biden for this, I'm blaming all of us, we've been asleep at the switch here, uh, some in good faith, some in bad faith, and some because they were purchased like Joe Biden. So we are going to now take a uh, short, short break. And when we come back, we're going to listen to the, maybe the most interesting twosome uh, in America right now, Ducey and Jean-Pierre. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Here we are, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. You can get me on 1-800-848-9222. And uh, with common sense, you and I are going to get to the truth. That's the way we do it. Here, we do it with common sense. So let's, uh, let's uh, get entertained for a moment. This is like, uh, I don't know, is it like Lucy and Desi? I don't know. Not really, because it isn't funny. It's tragic. But let's listen to um, uh, the exchange between Ducey and Jean-Pierre about, um, you know, Jean- Jean-Pierre uh, declared the uh, election in Georgia uh, illegitimate and declared that Governor Kemp was was elected illegitimately, and then, uh, so Ducey is saying, does that put you in the category that Biden defined, that people who say that are extremists and dangerous to America? So let's, let's listen to the exchange between the two of them. It's a little, you know, they talk over each other a bit, but you'd have to expect that. Let's begin, I guess, with cut five. I think that's the beginning of it. Follow up about the MAGA Republican attention. So if we're all in agreement that it is incorrect to say the 2020 election was stolen, what about the 2016 election? Look, I'm not going to go back to where we were or what happened in 2016. We're going to focus on the here and now. We're going to focus on what's happening today, uh, this inflection point that the president pointed out uh, very clearly, very decisively uh, in, in a few speeches about what the country needs to do at this time to bring the country together. And he believes that's where majority of Americans are when it comes to protecting our democracy, when it comes to protecting our rights, and when it comes to protecting our freedoms. That's what we're going to talk about that's what we're going to focus on on where we are at today so now let's go to six 
But just in trying to understand the new attention on the MAGA Republicans, you tweeted in 2016 oh, Trump stole an election. You I was waiting, Peter, when you were going to ask me that question. Well, great. Here we go. <laughs> you tweeted Trump stole an election. You tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results yeah. is extreme now, yeah. why was so it let's, let's be really clear. That that comparison that you made is just ridiculous. I have How been, I have ridiculous. been, well, you're asking me, you're asking me a question. Yes. Let me answer it. And you said Wait, ridiculous. I was, I was talking. That is probably having a cross-examined, oh my gosh, some of the biggest liars in the history of the 20th century. That word ridiculous is the one always used by a liar when they can't think of an answer. She does never answer the question. So, uh, if you are uh, categorized by Biden as uh, a traitor, uh, an extremist, an anti-American, uh, all the terrible things that we are because you say that the 2020 election is stolen, why are you not the same if you say that the 2016 election in Georgia was stolen? Well, that's combined with the fact that the candidate for at least three years went around saying she was legitimately the governor of the state, as did many Democrats uh, nationally and, uh, and, and, in, and in Georgia. So uh, uh, isn't this uh, hypocritical that they have the First Amendment right to have the opinion that an election was stolen? They've never produced any evidence that that election was stolen. There's no court opinion that says that election was stolen. There aren't even the 30 reports that exist for 2020 that say the election is stolen. I mean, there are reports and they're coming out in droves right now about stealing. There's the, the uh, 2,000 mules. There's no 2,000 mules for 2016 in Atlanta. There's the opinion of the Wisconsin Supreme Court that the entire procedure in Wisconsin was illegal. They just decided it a year and a half late rendering the entire vote there illegal. There's a similar decision in Pennsylvania about uh, the way in which they counted mail-in votes. Now, that infects about 800,000 votes. There's the report from a Supreme Court justice in Wisconsin about the elderly people who didn't know who they were voting in sufficient number to change the very small margin in Wisconsin. There's the report of Senator Ligon in, uh, in, in Georgia, which three different ways demonstrates that the Georgia vote was fraudulent. Three different ways. These are reports. They're sitting in my uh, 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 study, uh, literally a thousand pieces of evidence that the election was stolen. Some, some of it is minor things, meaning three or four acts of uh, fraud. Some of it are 700,000 votes being counted and Republicans deliberately eliminated from doing their job of inspection. And what they could see, it looked phony as a, you know, for example, mail-in ballots that had never been folded being counted as mail-in ballots and they're being kept a football field away uh, uh, by force. Now, uh, I'm not telling you that's all true. I think it is. As a lawyer, I have the evidence I presented in court. I've never was allowed to. No court would listen to it. 
A few legislatures did, and that's how you have the Ligon report. But all the rest should listen to it. So when people say that uh, 2020 was fraudulent, it's not an opinion uh, based on nothing. It's an opinion based on reports that are coming out now one after another. No such thing with 2016. But they get away with saying it. We'll be back uh, and talk a little more about the one of the biggest problems in America right now, mass hypocrisy. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you. And uh, at about uh, eight minutes or so, we're going to have Robert Davi on. I'm just going to give you a little background here. Robert is a, uh, an actor, a singer, and you know him. I mean, you, you've seen him. He, was, uh, he played an opera singer in The Goonies. He played uh, the villain in, in the Bond movie License to Kill. He played a police chief in uh, Predator 2. I mean, my goodness, um, he was on the NBC television series Profiler as one of the main characters. He played an FBI agent. He played a strip club manager in Showgirls. Um, and he has a best-selling album. Got up to number six on the Billboard Jazz Charts called Davi Singh Sinatra, On the Road to Romance. And it's an unusual Sinatra piece, which I'd love to have Piscopo um, uh, uh analyze for you because he doesn't quite imitate uh sinatra he uses his own voice but it sure sound it sure sounds like him so let's take a couple of calls let's go to jay uh in uh uh in new jersey hey jay how are you oh jay couldn't hang in with us how about eden is he still with us wayne in manhattan is the guy we're going to go to my, my 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 team tells me Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hey, How Wayne. How are you? How are you? How are you? Good. Good. I, I need to talk to my consigliere. I need to, my, my mayor for life, or my, my chief attorney, I need to talk to you about a serious situation. Good. They, the FBI goes into Mar-a-Lago, and they take all these files. Okay. Now, does every FBI agent actually have a top-secret clearance? that they've all looked at these things, they've taken pictures of them, they brought them back to where all these things get leaked all the time. All, they bring them back, everybody gets a look at them. Now, before a, a special master was actually appointed, everyone has seen these documents already. Do they all have presidential top-secret clearance to be looking at this stuff? Who cares about his passport and his taxes? That's bad enough. But, I mean, do they all have top-secret clearance that they're able to see these things that were so important they had to go into a president's house and take them from him that the FBI, everybody got to see him now. Everybody's sitting on a campfire now looking at these things. So, so th- uh, therein lies the lie. It's not all of what is being said. It's some of what is being said. If these documents were that sensitive, right, of that high a level of danger and uh, whatever, first of all, you're right. Most of the FBI agents wouldn't have that level of security. But then they would not have taken uh, two months to decide to do it. 
The judge, uh, the, 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 the biased uh, uh, magistrate, would not have given them 11 days to execute the warrant. If these things are that sensitive, you make the warrant immediate, right? Somebody comes to you and says, Judge, this guy's got some really very dangerous secrets, and they're lying out there sort of dangerously. Well, you, the agent, and me, the magistrate, say, well, let's get that damn thing right away, right? Well, you don't put down 11 days. You got, you got 11 days, pal. You know, any day this could be taken by a, 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 a spy, but I'll give you 11. 11 days are okay. And then, you know, the FBI gets it that way. Maybe the judge made a mistake. They see 11 days. They say, ah, we'll take the weekend off. It was a Friday. Don't do, they don't do it to Monday. That tells me everything I've got to know about how phony this is. You don't, you don't do something this dangerous to our national security so lackadaisically unless this is a political stunt to be orchestrated when they wanted to orchestrate it. Even the idea they don't want him there or want him there, he wasn't there. He wasn't going to be there for about two more weeks, and they know that. But in any event, even if, even if he was there, if it's that important, you go in with him there. The other is a political calculation. I don't know if the American can comprehend how crooked the FBI really is or how crooked this judge was. I've never heard of a judge recusing himself in a matter involving a certain person, in this case, a Donald Trump, and then a week or two later, they select him out as the guy who's going to make this monumental decision. Shouldn't the Don thing be suppressed just for that? I mean, shouldn't the court say, you can't do that? You can't go searching for a judge. Go look at the list and let, let's see if somebody's got a record of being prejudiced against Trump. Let's go select him. Do they really want to sell us on the idea that they're anything but, but fascists when they do that? I know the practice of law. These guys aren't lawyers. None of them. They're a disgrace. They have been since, the, since all the nonsense they pulled during the Mueller investigation with that Weissman guy who's been censored so many times by the Justice Department, you, you could write a book about it. In fact, somebody did. These guys believe, like communists do, that they can do anything in service of their greater cause. Now, exactly what that greater cause is with this halfwit in the White House, I can't figure out. I mean, when you saw him the other night, it looked to me like a scene out of Goethe's Faust, and this was Mephistopheles coming out from hell. Whoever designed that has got to be a weirdo. Well, I got, I have on the line the man I was talking about, the man whose movie is premiering, Robert Davi. Robert, how are you? All right, Mayor, how are you? Good. Now, I told them about you, and I'm sure they all know you because we've all seen you in the movies, and I hope they've heard your Sinatra album. But tell us what, what's going on with, uh, is, is it Hunter, my son? My son, Hunter. My son, Hunter. Okay. Tell us about it. They can go to mysonhunter.com. Get the movie right now. Tonight's our premiere night. It was crowdfunded by the Unreported Story Society. We shot it in Serbia. It is uh, a satire. It tells the story of uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, 
but it doesn't demonize it. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's like the film American Hustle about the ab scam scam, ah. ab scam scam that the FBI did or or the, the um, what is it the uh, the Wolf of Wall Street or even the Gucci film. Loved all of you them, know? by the way. I, I, those were yes. good films. Yes, and that's the style of this. And what it does is it's for the eyes of a 25-year-old left-wing activist who's a stripper to pay for her <laughs> college education, okay? A beautiful girl played by Emma Goyevic. Well, that'll help. Who, <laughs> yes, it does. It absolutely does. We, got, we can't kid. Young Michelle Pfeiffer or Sharon Stone. I oh, Oh man, we're and, probably get it. We're gonna probably get in trouble emphasizing this, but after all, we are human beings, right? <laughs> and she she meets up with Hunter Biden, played by the great English actor Lawrence Fox. Oh wow, he plays yeah. he plays in a, my goodness. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean a great actor. Yeah. You know this better than I do. Um, a great actor can play anything, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he he, he doesn't. And this is a particular difficult part, uh, Mayor, because. Again, I didn't want Hunter's addiction demonized. And it's very difficult to play this believably and with sensitivity and at the same time explore the relationship between father and son. Joe Interesting. And Interesting. Yeah, and leading to what we know today is the influence peddling, the alleged influence peddling uh, uh, with the Ukraine, with the Russian mafia, with the, the former spy chief of, uh, of China. And it's it, this girl finds out who Hunter is. She doesn't know who he is at first, but she's, I, I cast a guy named Franklin Aduyale, a Nigerian superstar soccer player who's the bouncer who basically leads her through this uh, uh, who Hunter is because she can't find it on mainstream media. So he, she, she winds up, he winds up saying to her, yeah, Kitty, I'm the black face of white supremacy because he happens to be able to expose this. And it then leads to the story not being told, it being squashed, and she's there dejected. She can't get a, a, a reporter who she danced for at one time to tell the story, basically. And uh, all of a sudden, a tweet from Rudy Giuliani comes along. <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't know about this until we yeah, talked a couple I, weeks we, ago. People I, should I, know this. Rudy Giuliani comes along because she sees, she says something on Twitter that catches his eye. And now, she, because of Rudy Giuliani, the story gets unfolded. Now, you didn't know this at all. I wanted you to actually be in the film, but we were filming in Serbia because I know, I know that when you were, uh, when the FBI uh, raided you know, me. had a little. Yeah, raided yeah, when, they, when, when they raided you. And it's heartbreaking to the American people. They've got to understand this. There were two laptops. You told me this story. Oh, yeah, this is funny. It's true. There were, there were two laptops on a table, and you said, as they're taking everything else, you said, what about these two things? And they go, well, what are they? And you said, well, those are Hunter Biden's laptops. And they went, they turned sheepish. And they said, <laughs> well, no, 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 we don't, we don't want those. I shouldn't laugh. It's terrible. It's terrible. And this is what the media has done, Rudy. Well, this you know, now we find out... Um, it's all coming together. Now we find out that this guy, Thebolt, had put out an order not to take anything relating to those. Those agents probably had an order not to touch anything Hunter. That wasn't amazing. just them. It wasn't the poor kids. I mean, I think they were. The, I have to tell you, the FBI guys who searched me, they were wonderful. They weren't like uh, 
like they did to Trump, where it was a general, you know, they went into the kid's bedroom. and They, they were told they could, should just take electronics. They just took electronics, except hunters, right? Oh, my God. But they no. left all the papers. They didn't touch my clothes. They didn't touch my friend's clothes. They took some uh, uh, computers that weren't mine. I mean, a lot of people work here with me, so they took some of those. Now, let me tell you but the good hunt. news. We got it all back, and there were no charges. Yeah, well, because, look, it's like the Russian collusion they did for three years with Trump and all the impeachments and the Steele dossier and the continued... Look, we find out that Mark Zuckerberg went, was visited by the FBI to tell uh, Facebook not to tell this story, push this story. Then we, Bill Meyer just had on a show where he, you know, we, we talk about how this story was, was now the New York Times says it's happened. But the left is re- refusing. It's interesting to me, Mayor, because the left refuses to accept that this, there is smoke here. And maybe. Yeah, people- yeah. Yeah, and they're not connecting the dots. I'll tell you the Zuckerberg thing. Uh, Miranda Devine connected the dots uh, for me. Uh, Z- Zuckerberg is contacted by the FBI after Bob Costello and I get the hard drive. And they go to him and they say there's going to be a dump of information to Zuckerberg and basically cut it off. Now, the reason they knew that, and I didn't know it at the time, they had taken mm-hmm. my cloud the day that I began representing Trump. And on that cloud, there were emails between me, Mr. Isaacs, who's the the gentleman who had the hard drive, Bob Costello, my lawyer, and several of the papers that I were trying, like the post, that I was trying to get to publish it. So the FBI had to have notice of that. And it's just coincidental that that's the time they go visit Zuckerberg and warn him something's coming out. Oh my gosh! Okay, I well, mean, it, yeah, it's 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 absolutely astounding. And you know, a month before I was at Zurich, we filmed in Belgrade because we needed to have locations that were exotic, like Ukraine or Bucharest. Uh, as he was traveling the world, making these deals, hitting the crack pipes every fifteen minutes. And again, we don't demonize the drug use because families are suffering. I've had family members. We're out there with this fentanyl epidemic. Oh, deaths happening all over the I'm, place. I'm with you. I'm completely with, with you on that. I'm just going to give you a conclusion. I blame it yeah. all on Joe. If I had a kid at 18 who was addictive personality, there's no way I'd make him into uh, a guy dealing with some of the worst criminals in the world, unless I was a selfish son of a you know what. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a, a you know and it but it, it is. Addiction is so insidious, and whether or not it was the, uh, you know, the, the, we, t- we get into the story, the sensitivity of him losing his mother and, and that kind of thing, but, you know, at the end of the day, you have to say all these laptops. Rudy, when I was casting for this picture, there was an actress in Los Angeles whose friend rented an Airbnb to Hunter Biden, and they found a, a backpack with another another. Um, computer and drugs so he was leaving stuff all over the place this may be there's maybe some psychological and we we asked this question in the film yeah legitimate question psychological reason for this to happen Uh, uh, look uh i I dealt with it originally with the first one right immediately even without all the other ones and in talking and talking to bob and bob talking to isaacs and i talking it out it had to be that he wanted this to come out. 
He wouldn't have left it there that long. And do you know, uh, they, nobody ever pays attention to this, but the day before the Post published the story, Hunter's lawyer called the Post and said, could you please give us the computer back? So this whole thing about authenticating it, it was authenticated the day before completely by his own, his own lawyer said, give me his computer back. He, he identified it as his computer. So all this stuff about Russia and that shows you how dishonest these people are. There's nothing on that computer that suggests Russia. Nothing. Nothing. Well, tell him again. How do we get this movie? We go to my son, go to mysonhunter.com, right? I'm doing it right now. Right. And you can go. Click on it, click buy the film, download, stream, and it's yours. Hunter. And uh, you'll be, you, you know, you'll be, you'll be awakened and entertained, and you'll laugh a lot. And if you don't like it, you can tweet out you don't like it because it's America, right? A- absolutely. People are tweeting out. I will, I will tweet back at them and say you must be a partisan if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Well, you're going to be on again, Robert. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it, and then I'll have some comments on it tomorrow. Oh, okay. I, love that. I mean, I've already all seen right. some of it. You've shown it to me, but I haven't seen it all together. And, that's, I'm, I'm, and Maria also has, has she, she's seen the whole thing and she says she's, it's terrific. She says oh, it's terrific. Oh, so great. I all can't right. wait for you guys to see it. And well, she has. She said it's first rate. Really oh, terrific. Okay. Take care. And thank you. All right, Mayor. God bless you, sir. God bless you. And thank you for your courage, Jeez, to be in Hollywood and do what he does. I mean, this is, this is like, you know, going against Z in China or something or, Going against Putin and Russia, you, you could get poisoned the next day. Going against the establishment, I mean, not just Biden, but going against the Hollywood establishment. Holy man, oh man. I should have offered him protection. You better call Bernie. I mean, uh, Bernie uh, Carrick. <laughs> I mean, this is really, I don't know. You, 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 I don't know that I'd ever be able to convey in a podcast, in a radio show, even in a book or essay, the level of courage it takes to do what that man is doing, having lived through it now for five years. I, I just, I'll leave you with one, well, I'm going to have to take a break now. When I come back, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll explain it to you. Hopefully we'll take another call and we'll have the mayor's final thoughts, okay? We'll be right back. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Tunnel to Towers, Mayor's final thoughts. Tunnel to Towers, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Quite appropriate that we talk about it now. Make your $11 a month contribution now to T2T.org. T2T.org. That will fund many of the things, all of the things that, that, that Frank was talking about. And let me put special emphasis on the smart homes that are done for our uniform members who, 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 be, who come home very seriously injured, and also the payment for the mortgages of those who lose their loved ones in the line of duty. Frank is the first one there doing that. So do it right now, and then right after that, do exactly what I'm doing. I'm right in the middle here of ordering my son, Hunter. Uh, I got all of my uh, card in, but let me see. Uh, you know, I always... Do you, you always screw this up when you do it, or is it just because I'm a putz? Here we go. I think I got that right. You know, you got to go get some, like, uh, 15-year-old to come and help you do it. Or they're, like, all geniuses about this stuff. Uh, M- Maria's gr- uh, uh, granddaughter, Gabriella, 
uh, whenever she v visits New York, I, I, go f I go find her and I, I give her about five assignments, you know, like, you know, figure out how I can fix this and figure out how I can fix that. And even my son Andrew and Z, my, my, uh, my son and my, and my daughter, Caroline, they're all great at this stuff. You need them around. You need them, you need them around for this, for this kind of thing. I want to I see what Vincent in Florida has to say. Hey, Vincent. Vincent. Vincenzo. You there? Yes, sir. What would you like to talk about, Vincent? Let us know. We don't have much time. I'm a 9-11 guy, and I just got a report from the Feel Good Society that they're going to run out of money in a two years for the medical. Who they is? never adjusted for the government. They never adjusted for the cost of living that we're getting all getting screwed six ways from Sunday. We're spending more Be money. Oh. They're going to run out of money. Because of inflation. Yes, sir. Never. I mean, I'm, thank you for letting me know that. Of course that would be the case. Well, let me see what I can do, Vincent. Okay, let me see. I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch with them and some other people. Uh, th this is something we should be able to fix, Vincent. You know? You get in touch with John Field, sir. John, John Felix? John Field from the Feel Good Society. Okay, I will do that. You know, this would be a nice little thing to do, 9-11. I like to do a few little things like this on 9-11. I owe. I owe a lot of people, and this is my chance to pay them back. Thank you, Vincent. We'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll discuss this on the show, and you call me back, all right? Okay, Mr. God bless. You got a valid, you got a valid uh, thing here. You know, this is what government should be doing, not not uh, calling uh, MAGA people uh, uh, criminals or something or whatever the hell, or whatever the hell else they're doing. Let's see if we can get in uh, Mitch too. Uh, we get one Hello, more Mr. call. Mayor. Hey, Mitch. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Thank you for taking my call. Always. Thank you. I'd like to know your opinion. Uh, about the next election, how uh, what's being done, or how can we protect the integrity of the next presidential election? Oh wow! I mean, you know, they're done state by state, so some of the states have really straightened out, so that we shouldn't have a couple of the states that were really bad, where they had Republican legislatures, have really like Georgia has has a much better law now. Uh, Wisconsin is going to have a airtight law because Wisconsin is really honest place that got taken. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have to follow up on the rest of this tomorrow and a bunch of other stuff I wanted to talk to you about. And all the people that are on, I want to talk to you. we got to set something up so you can do that. I'm going to talk to you about that tomorrow. God bless America. What a country. We love it so much.